0: News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Parents should ditch the expectations. It's okay for our kids to be average and happy. That's the view of uh, broadcaster Alison Curtis writing in the Irish Independent. Uh, Coleman Octor, child and adolescent uh, psychotherapist. You're quoted throughout this piece. Is Alison right? Uh, Do we expect, do we pressurise our kids to be better than average?
1: Yeah, I think it's interesting. I think over the last maybe decade or so, I think average has become synonymous with bad. So you hear people describe it as just average or only average. Um, and there's kind of this kind of drive that to be extraordinary or to be special or to be above average. And um I was I probably interested to see where that's been driven from. Is it and I I see it probably more so in children when Uh, I swear when it comes to sport or academics or any of these sort of things, we kind of want to be up near the top. And that's okay. But uh, if we need children to be up near the top, then by definition, that's not going to happen. Because (laughs) by definition, not everyone can be special. You know, um, if everyone is special, nobody is special. So the idea of consigning, if we think average is bad, we kind of consign 80 percent of the population to feeling disgruntled and not enough. Um, And I think there's a little bit of a problem with that when it comes to managing our expectations.
0: Is it a middle class phenomenon, do you think?
1: Um, I think there is a drive to that. I mean, I think it's it's probably made worse by uh, social media as well. I think that hyper comparative culture of you know competitive parenting and being able to share every move that your child makes can kind of increase that level of trying to outdo each other. Um, and as much as we try and think we're above that, I think there is an element of that and um, um, whether it's a classist issue, I, I imagine, you know, children who are coming from disadvantaged communities, I'd imagine parents of children with additional needs don't get caught up too much in this. But um I certainly think there is an element of a large proportion of us that probably, you know, look at our children in sport or look at them in school or look at them in friendships and and try and and, and again it's that humble brag type of thing about um, you know, when we when someone asks you how's your child doing, you kind of tend to list off, oh, he's a captain of this team and he's doing this and that, rather than you know maybe stringing out some of the qualities that he might have as a person, you know, uh, in that regard. So I do think we kind of get caught up in accolades and everything like that, and and that is a more recent thing. It probably is a more middle class thing, but it isn't. It's it's not a healthy thing in my mind. I think uh, we kind of miss the boat on opportunities to 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 pride our children on other abilities and qualities that they have.
0: Just before we get to why it isn't a good thing and, and expand on that a little. Uh, It's thing you said, it's a recent thing. Do you you think our parents' generation didn't do that with us to the same extent?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you look back over history, we kind of had this kind of view. I always remember kind of the idea of if you work hard things will work out for you you know there was a kind of an element of that and i think through the 70s and 80s we had the kind of positive psychology movement where there was a lot about self-esteem and telling everyone that they're good and amazing and we kind of got caught up in the 80s with the american dream of you know follow your dreams you can be anything you want to be and it's simply not true i mean the reality is you need a lot of luck and effort and things like that to go your way but they kind of I suppose the Instagram life then about, you know, live your best life, be your best self, always do that. I think that put has created a kind of a it's almost moved that movement into a different space where everybody is striving to be, you know, you can be Uh anything you want to be once you give up the belief that you can't have it. And I just think that that does lead us into a great deal of disappointment. Do you know what I mean? In terms of it goes back to that, you know, expectation minus reality equals happiness. And the higher our expectations go, it's going to be more removed from our reality the more disgruntled or disenfranchised we're going to f- we're going to feel so i think historically we kind of have been moving gradually in that direction and i certainly think social media took that probably into a new space altogether
0: yeah you just reminded me how much i hate the expression live your best life Um does it put a lot of pressure do you think we are uh, putting a lot of pressure uh, on our on this generation of children do you think
1: yeah, I mean, I think pressure is 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 a core part of the problem that we have. Most children that I see suffer from anxiety, uh, and that's that fear of the unknown. But you, even everything that we think about, you everybody has to go to third level. I always use the example of grinds. Like Shane, when I was in school, you went to grinds if you were going to fail a subject in your leaving cert and you were really struggling. Now you're going to grinds, and you're going to you know private schools for the Easter break just to make sure you get your H1s. It's generally not children who sign themselves up for grinds. It tends to be parents who do that. And so, you know, I think, and I'm caught of it in myself, you know, you look and you see, oh, there's Shane Coleman's nine-year-old has just won a black belt in taekwondo and I'm looking at my (laughs) nine-year-old saying they're still wearing velcro shoes what am I doing wrong you know so from the point of view of it's impossible it's very hard not to get caught up in that and you can see it even I use the example of the the party bag you know the birthday parties get more extravagant the bag gets bigger the you know back when we were kids if somebody gave you a suite you'd be delighted whereas now if the bag isn't you know hard to carry, you're kind of leaving disappointment. So again, it is a bit about expectation and pressure and anything with expectation can lead to anxiety and anything with pressure leads to anxiety. And I think, look, it's fine to want your child to do well, but when you need them to do well, then we've got a problem.
0: You know? Yeah, you maybe have answered the final question I was going to ask you because I'm, you know, as you're talking, I'm examining my own conscience and, you know, in theory, I like to say, look, all that matters is they're happy. But then when you're raising different things, I'm kind of wondering, oh, maybe I'm guilty of that. Oh, yeah, that could be me doing that as well. Like, how do we get the balance right between like you want what's and, you know, if you if you have a kid who's bright, you want him or her to to do well and and, and, and do the best that they can. But at the same time, you don't want to put huge pressure on them. And How how do you get that balance right, I suppose, between encouragement and and pressurizing them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think you you don't want anyone to be a, a wasted talent. It's interesting. I remember talking to teenagers a few years ago and I said, what word do you hate the most? And the word was potential. That really got to them, you know. This idea of you have to live to your potential, and that they could just interpret that as pressure. But I mean, again, like if you want your, you know, if you need your child to do well, I, I use the example: if they get to June and leaving cert, and they're kind of crawling through it, you know, having exhausted, but they get six hundred points, or do you want them? to to you know, trundle along to June with good friends, good social networks, good support, and get four fifty points. You know, in reality, we have to kind of look at life as a much more holistic area and saying, "Look, they're happy, they're you mm. know functioning, they have." What friends. would
0: what would most parents say to that answer if they were being totally honest? Do you think?
1: Uh, I, that I question. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, um, they would like them a little bit tired and 550 points. Maybe, you know, it's, it's, it's a bit about, you know, and yeah. again, the difference between encouragement and pressure, uh, is, is something very subjective. Lots of parents think they're encouraging somebody, but they may be pressuring them. But uh, again, I, I, I just think incentive works better than, uh, pressure and expectation. And, and maybe it is about that. But, you know, if, if your child is doing okay. That's that's okay, you know. Okay, the middle is fine, and actually, um, that's where most of us will end up.
0: Okay, we'll leave it there. Uh, Coleman Doctor, child and adolescent psychotherapist. Thank you for joining to News Talk Breakfast this morning. Let us know your views on this. Is it okay to be okay? Five two and six at a cost of thirty cent. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on news talk